Welcome to the Sonder Podcast, where we want to hear your story, a podcast about your life, what you live, what you go through, where everybody has an interesting story to tell. So please sit back and enjoy the ride. Kiko. What's up, man? That sound was perfect for your life. <laughs> we're not live, are we? We're live. <laughs> no, no, we're not live, are we? We're definitely live. <laughs> and I'm definitely keeping that. <laughs> oh god. Kiko, thank you mm. for thank you for <laughs> making this an incredible experience from the from the from the opening bell oh my god right out the gate you just made this perfect (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i thought i had time i thought i thought there was gonna be like a brief like pause before we (laughs) so you (laughs) you... (laughs) hey Uh... hey, hopefully you you enjoyed it (laughs) You know, it was good. It was good. I needed to get it done. I, well, I, I, I know the feeling. Mm. Mm. When you got to go, you got to go. That's what they say. Godspeed. That's all I say. God. <laughs> Godspeed. Godspeed. All right. Well, what's going on? Hey, man? we just started with a bang. So what's going on, brother? Yeah. Not too much. Um, just chilling. Uh, I talked to a friend of mine today. I um, I'm on this app called uh, Marco Polo. Have you heard of it? I've seen it on on commercials, but I'm not quite sure what it does. Okay, so it's it's like this. Uh, it's a video. It's like a video messaging app. So um, instead of so we used to text message a lot back and forth. She lives in Florida. She's um, she has health issues. Her she's living with her parents, who also like they're elderly, right? They're both retired. Um, they have health issues of their own, and so she's kind of like everybody's just taking care of each other, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like they don't know who's who's taking care of who. Like, whose turn <laughs> right. is it? Right. But uh, so she, we used to text message back and forth. And um, she was like, oh, I found this app. I've been using it with my friends to keep in touch. And it's it's better because I get to see their face. You know, I can see their expression. And um, she doesn't just have to go off a of text. And sometimes, you know, you want to say more in a text, but you can't. And anyway, so she, she found this app called uh, Marco Polo. And uh, so I've been trying to be consistent with it, but I have a hard time as you know, being consistent. So um, I'll hit her up like every couple of weeks. And uh, sometimes I've gone a month without hitting her back. But uh, so I was on there earlier today talking to her. Um, so, yeah, man, it's uh, it's been a good day. It's been an all right day today. Awesome. Um, yeah. So I had something smart to say about you Um <laughs> How you not keeping on track is an understatement, but I, I, it wasn't smooth. So, oh, it, it is, it is, man. I'm trying, I'm trying to work on that, trying to get better at it. But 
at least I'm aware of it, you know? Like, I used to, I don't think I was, I mean, I was obviously aware of it before because people would be like, yo, what's what's up? <laughs> you know, people would make me aware of it. So how, how often has it led to, like, violent bouts of, like, cussing? <laughs> <laughs> nothing violent, fortunately. Although, no, nothing violent. No, well, maybe a little violent, but... You know, I definitely deserved it, I think, at the time. <laughs> it, was, it was probably your cousin. She probably slapped you. Yeah. No, it was it was warranted. It was definitely warranted if it was violent. Um, but no, man, it's just I'm, I'm, I think I get older and I, I've gotten I've gotten more aware of it now. So I'm trying to do something about it, you know, that's all right, bro. It's all right. So. Um, yeah. So yeah. today. Yeah. On this Sonder podcast episode. I'm going to talk to you, my good friend Kiko oh. Bogale Ayanu Fantaye, mm-hmm. about our rounds. Okay, but of course we got to do it in a way that's 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 kind of hilarious. I mean, I'm sure you know the stories will just come out. Yeah, there was that one topic that I used to, I brought up that I don't think I'm going to bring it up in this episode, but you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah. Yeah, yes. Was, We're gonna leave that one out. We're gonna leave that one out. <laughs> I actually I actually mentioned it in the message because I told her I was doing this later too. And I mentioned it um in the message that I, I sent her earlier. Was she was she was she game? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't think she brought it up in her because I li- I just listened to her message reply. She didn't bring it up at all. <laughs> so she just conveniently <laughs> overlooked that, that part yeah. of the message. Conveniently overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so we're not, so for the sake of my own, for this podcast, we're not going to discuss that issue. I don't know. We'll see where, we'll see where we go. We know. We don't we'll know. See. We'll see where it leads. Yeah. Man. So obviously I'm Nigerian American. Yes. I grew up in Prince George's County, outside of D.C. Born in D.C., raised in Prince George's County. Oh, you were born in D.C. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, but I didn't live there, so I don't, I don't count it. That's just where they. Oh, so you were just technically in the hospital at, in D.C. Yeah, pretty much like... just in the hospital. Okay. I, I think my parents wanted to make sure <laughs> that they knew I was a citizen. Okay. Yeah. Like we're taking you to the capital. <laughs> to the capital of the of the country. <laughs> They need to know that you're a citizen. So yeah, but I lived in I grew up in Prince George's County. I mean the the earlier the um early locations where I lived were pretty close to DC and they were pretty much basically DC. Yeah. As far as po- the poverty and the crime. But um mm. it wasn't it wasn't DC, so um I'm a Maryland I'm a Maryland guy. And I, I say Maryland, that's how we say we say Maryland. But Maryland. every everybody outside of Maryland says we say Maryland, Maryland. It's Maryland, actually. Right. But I'm a Maryland, a Maryland guy. Okay. Um, I know you. So you're you're from Ethi- you're Ethiopia. You were actually born in Ethiopia. Yeah, that's um, that's the crazy thing is I was uh, I was born there, but it, uh, I was there for the first four years of my life, and I did a lot of um, bouncing around. When I was a kid, so I was born. Yeah, I was born in Ethiopia, and then 
uh, I was there from the time I was born to the time I was four. And then I, I, uh, I think my family decided to send me to live with my aunt who was living in, in France at the time in Paris, France. Yep. Yeah. Go on, go on. So I, um, I lived with her from there. I lived there for two and a half years with my aunt and she at the time worked for the UN and she retired from the UN a few years ago, actually. Um, but she was at the time, it was like, uh, 83, 84, early eighties. Right. And she's in her thirties, I'm guessing at the time. And she's just getting herself together, right? So she's, I don't know how long she had been working for the UN, but it was probably early in her career. And she wanted to move to New York and work at the headquarters. She had this opportunity. Um, I don't know all the details. Can can we pause? Can we pause for a second? Yeah. Your Ethiopian aunt. Yes. Ended up working for the UN in France. Yes. Meaning she spoke French. Yes. So she learned French. I assume she was born in Ethiopia. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. So she yeah. learned French mm-hmm. enough to work in France at the UN yes. and learn English well enough to work for the UN in the United States. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. So I mean, why, uh... why don't they make us like that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get to that. I mean, we're going to, you know, I'm telling, so we're going to get to the disappointment. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's 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 the juicy part. That's the juicy part. Right. No, um, yeah, actually I didn't break it down like that. That's true. That's that that is impressive. Like I didn't really uh I didn't even think about that. I mean I just thought it was impressive she was, you know, able to travel but and work, you know, in foreign countries, but I didn't even take into the to account um you know, the language and all that. Yeah, so she yeah she was there for um, two more years. Then she got uh, she got the opportunity. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know the details, but I'm just kind of piecing it together, um, thinking back about it. Um, she ended up moving to New York, and she was just I mean, New York has always been expensive to live in, right? So she she couldn't afford to like have me live living with her. So that's how I ended up. Um, living with my uncle because he was already here he'd been here since this like mid-70s going to school and stuff and you know had his degree and was working and stuff so um it just made more sense to live with him the crazy part is people when people think that somebody works for the un yeah they assume that they make a lot of money right now i've worked in the government and 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 i know that just because you work for the UN or the Department of Energy or the Department of Veterans Affairs and NSA, you don't necessarily make a lot of money, but people don't know that. No, yeah, it's true. That's true. You can't just assume. It's a good job. I mean, the benefits is really the key to those types of jobs, right? Yeah, the travel, the benefits, healthcare, all that. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't, um, not, yeah, you're not always making those crazy, crazy salaries and stuff. That's true. 
That's a good point. And she wasn't like negotiating peace agreements between <laughs> between countries. <laughs> like sorry, Kiko, uh, you know, France and Ireland they're having a beef right now. I gotta go squash it. <laughs> we we gotta go settle it. <laughs> we got we got we gotta leave the country. We got, <laughs> we got, we got to, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I got I got mixed up with some things. <laughs> She just she just comes home one day and she's like, "Pack your bag. Yeah, no, we're leaving. <laughs> we're leaving. Yeah. We gotta go. <laughs> Don't talk to anybody on the way to the airport." <laughs> oh, oh man, God. no, but okay, just, no, but I get it. So you, we'll, yeah. So let, all right, so let's go. Let's do this. We'll go back and forth. Sorry, you 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 talked about your background a little bit. I'll talk about mine. Mm-hmm. My dad came here. Um, same thing to get his degree. He ended up getting his master's. Uh, he got two masters actually, in like um, I believe in math and in computer science or math and uh, physics. Uh, so he got a math and physics degree, then he ended up getting a computer science degree. Wow! Right, I know. Right, so getting, we're getting to we're getting to my disappointment, <laughs> my my version of the disappointment. So he got a, a math and physics degree, and then he got an engineering degree. And early in his career, he worked for IBM and worked for AT&T. Wow. And that was big for, you know, yeah. young, young Africans back in the 80s. So he was a baller. So he brought my mom to the U.S. So, like, I guess he, he, he dabbled in the American date, dating scene. Mm-hmm. And I guess he was forward-thinking enough to see, like, yeah, I need to go back to... Uh... I hear steps. You going up the steps, bro? Oh no, I'm going down the steps. Actually, I'm sorry. No, that's cool. No, no. Um, he he went back home to um, meet my wife, my my mom, and he brought her here. They lived in New York because I think he was still working for IBM at the time. Oh, okay. And IBM's in uh, New Jersey, right? Yeah. I think it was New York or New Jersey, one of the two. But he was okay. living in New. He was living in New York. So my my brother was conceived in New York. Okay. Right, and and he was living there, so obviously he had enough money to live in New York, I guess. But um, time period. But anyway, uh, uh, you know, but he 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 ended up moving to, I think he quit IBM, or I think he experienced racism or something like that, or discrimination. He ended up leaving IBM or uh, in New York, moving to DC. I think he worked for AT and T for a while. He ended up quitting, and he wanted to he wanted to start a business, right? So, because he had a computer, okay. computer science degree, he wanted to start a business. So, he ended up doing different jobs, saving up, buying computers to start a business. He moved to DC. Uh, DC was big in the '80s for like mm-hmm. Africans. It was like it was, it was a hub. You know? Okay, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip past his career and, and just focus on it in DC is when he started having us. So he had my brother in DC. He had my other brother in DC, and he had me, me and my sister in DC. But we lived in. Uh, the right, right on the outskirts. So, like I was saying, we all my parents moved to DC, and they started having us. So we were all born in DC, but we we lived in Maryland, okay, um, on the outskirts. You know, like right on the border of DC for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, and as our financial si- situation progressively got better, we progressively moved further away from DC. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, that's a uh, you know, so that's what, that's that's the story of how I came to be. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, we we moved in. Honestly, uh, my area when I when I was when I was growing up was always predominantly black, like 
85 to 95 percent black. Mm-hmm. I remember early when I was really young, there were some white people in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. but they eventually ended up moving out because you know whenever black people move into a neighborhood, white people move out. Right. Right. Are you are you outside? I'm outside right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're trying to make this the worst episode <laughs> ever, bro. Like. First, it's the steps, then it's the outside, bro. Like, <laughs> my bad. Let me go. Let me go back inside. Hang on. You, you came in just to mess me up, bro. Just, just to mess you. I'm just testing you, man. Like I'm messing with this guy today, man. I'm I testing your editing skills, man. Oh uh, man, see the thing is, I can't. I can't edit noises out. I I can just take whole sections. Oh, out. oh, okay, okay. I can just take whole sections out. All right, I'm I'm gonna get back in the re- recording booth real quick. Yeah, get in the recording booth, man. <laughs> We don't need no more noise, man. Right. The toilet right. flush was was a was a was a work of art, though. That was nice. <laughs> that was a, that was a, that was an added touch. Uh, I, I like the toilet flush. It wasn't even planned. It was just, it just happened. I don't know how you set that up. Like you knew I was getting ready to set it up. But man, you thought, I like, thought there was a. I thought there was like I didn't. I I knew it said um, join. Like I was definitely pressing the join recording button. But I thought there was, I thought there was a green room. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like a wait, like a waiting room, <laughs> like a waiting area. <laughs> like you could have just, you could have just said, "Hey, man, um, I'm handling some business. Uh, right. You know, give me a few minutes and give me a call later." No, no, but no, but anyway, that was wonderful. I'm glad you did that. because yeah. um, we're getting into how how our lives ended up becoming like that. Yeah. Like one toilet, <laughs> one toilet flush. You're just one toilet flush away. Yeah, but no, I'm kidding though. Let me not, let me not be self-deprecating. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. So yeah, I, I grew up in a predominantly black area since I was little. I've, I've not known neighborhoods that weren't at least ninety percent black. Yeah, that's the opposite. That's the opposite of me. Yes, and that's Definitely. why. It's, that's why it's so interesting, man. Like I never. I don't know too many Africans who grew up around nothing but whites. Yeah. And it seems, it seems like East Africans kind of love that environment. Cause <laughs> well, I, I, had, just, I just got... Um... No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Because I had an ex-girlfriend and she had the same experience. She grew up around nothing but white people. Yeah. Where did she grow up? In Arizona. Oh. That's yeah. white white. That's white white. <laughs> that's white white. That's not, that's not liberal white. Like, <laughs> like you. That's, that's, that's backwoods, homegrown... <laughs> You know, fa- founding fathers white. Right. Yeah. Right. That's no. not that that's not Alexander Hamilton white. That's not Andrew <laughs> that's Andrew Jackson white. Exactly. No, I um I was trying to think of um what it was like for me because I you know, I knew we were I knew we were talking about this. Um and I was trying to think earlier and to be honest with you, like that, that's just where I happen to be. Like I, you know, I was a kid, so I I was moving around. It's not like I decided, you know, but the crazy part is, is that my uncle, when he came here, he went straight to the South. Like he went to um, Louisiana and got his master's from there. And uh, I'll go back and recap, like, you know, what I know, of my uncle anyways. Um, he came, he came here in like the mid seventies, uh, Louisiana. I forgot which school, um, got his master's and then went to, uh, university of Arkansas, 
and got his PhD from there. Dang. And he, and he was, he was, <clears throat> he was teaching. I remember he told me he was like teaching uh, and going to school. So they were paying him like a monthly, I guess, stipend or whatever. Plus he was going to school for free. So he didn't have to pay for school and like room and board and all that. So he was just making out, you know? Um, and then, so then, then he got a job in Wisconsin and that's where I moved. Like when I moved in with him, went to live with him. Uh, I grew up in Wisconsin, which is as white as you can. <laughs> like I'm, I'm just, I'm just tracking this Louisiana. Right. Arkansas, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like he he's had the widest introduction to, <laughs> to the United States that I've ever heard from any African. Like, I'm like telling you. he went from white to white to white. Like, there were no black people, no Detroit, no Chicago. I no mean Louis- Louisiana's pretty, you know, like that's that's got yeah. a mixture. That's but a he, good mixture. He was probably in the white part though. Probably, yeah. <laughs> you know, most what, likely. Louisiana's a mixture, but Louis mm, excuse me. Louisiana is well, I believe it was terribly segregated. Yes. So I'm sure he was in the white part of Louisiana yes. in the university. I'm sure he didn't go near the black part. Right. But no, but yeah, that's crazy. Like Louisiana. It's wild. I mean, Arkansas, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, isn't it? That's crazy. And then, that is um, crazy. And then I ended up uh, living with him when. Uh, he was living in Wisconsin when I lived there for seven and a half years. So from the time I was a kid, like six years old to 13, um, I was there and I, I loved it. Like it was, it was great. Cause it, it felt like, uh, it was like, um, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. So this was the mid mid eighties to late eighties. And it just felt like it was mildly racist, but there wasn't like it was it wasn't like overtly, you know what I mean? But it was still fun because you're a kid, you're hanging out, you're riding bikes, you're leaving your bikes in the lawn. People talk about, you know, leaving their bikes unlocked and not worrying like that's how it was. It was just it was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely not Chicago or Detroit. <laughs> It wasn't South Central. You know? Definitely not South Central. <laughs> you valet park your bikes in South Central. <laughs> like, hey, here you go, buddy. Just make sure it's safe. <laughs> yeah, Debo watched your bikes in South Central. Debo, you got me, right? Debo. We, you got me. We're good. All right, cool. <laughs> but no, man, no. Nah. But yeah, Wisconsin, I mean, so what was the best thing about Wisconsin? Um, just just uh, nature. Like, I was able, like, there was... Um, the, the town that we lived, there was a small town called La Crosse, La Crosse, Wisconsin. And it was on the border of uh, Wisconsin. It was in Wisconsin, but it was on the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota. And it was separated by the Mississippi River. But that's where the Mississippi started. So it was like we had the beginning of the Mississippi going through town. Um, there was like steamboats during the summertime that would come up. Uh, there was Oktoberfest because there was a large uh, German ancestry there. Like a lot of the kids I went to school with were either that had like families had grown up there were either like German or Irish, um, some French. Uh, 
a lot of like Native American influence too. And then there was a group of, because I was in ESOL my first year, because English was a second language for me <laughs> when I was in first grade. But um, there was a, a, a large population of Cambodians and Southeast Asians there too. <laughs> it was random. Yeah, which was completely random. Like to me at the time, I didn't know it was random, but then I look back on it and I'm like, wait, that was weird. Like, I don't, like, why would they come to the Midwest? Like the coldest, <laughs> you know. Hey, they're probably saying the same thing about you. Like, they're probably this? saying the same thing about the, me. What, that's weird. This is African guy. <laughs> yeah. Why did he come to the Midwest? <laughs> they were just both looking at each other like, why like, are you like, here? What, like, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, so there was, you know, that was uh, elementary school. And then, you know, I, that was a majority of um, the time that I was in Wisconsin was elementary school. And it was cool, man. It was it was a lot of fun. I had a good time. I had a good time growing up in Wisconsin. Yeah, um, I can imagine. Yeah. My, so let's go back to me. I had the opposite <laughs> experience. <laughs> I love I love my black people. So let me just say this: I love my black people. You know, you, they're, they're, they're my people. But my experience was not pleasant. And I don't like to, I don't like to say this because I don't like to stir up trouble between Africans and African Americans. You know, this is your experience, though. How can you not right. say it? You right, know, but this my, is your experience. My, my my experience was not kind. Um, I blame part of it to my parents being foreign. Okay, and not and knowing and not knowing like. The nuances of raising kids in a in a in a black community mm. outside of DC, mm. you know, DC is like one of the most vain cities in the country. Um, it was just not pleasant, man. We got teased and built, made fun of, and outcasted. Wow. And, then, yeah. I, and then we not speak for all my siblings because because like, that's not fair. That's right. my that was my experience, right? You it know, wasn't. So. It wasn't an everyday thing, though, right? It wasn't every. It was not an every. Well, it wasn't an everyday thing, but it was most days, early childhood. Okay. Because you're different, you know. Yeah. And like what I've learned, because I went to white schools and black schools, right? Mm-hmm. When you're young, I felt like white kids didn't really highlight the differences that much. They did, but subtly, right? Yeah. I found that black kids overtly point out the differences. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. So that's why. So my experience. So I don't want to get too much into it because I really am not trying to disparage uh, relations between blacks and Africans. But my experience was not good. Right. Early childhood. It was not great at all. Mm -hmm. But the good parts of my childhood. Basketball. A lot of it revolved around playing basketball. Any other sports or just basketball? Um, I played football. For, yeah, yeah. Foot, playing football outside was fun. So, I played basketball more seriously. Right. With, with friends, I played football. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, my family was weird though. Like, we spent a lot of time at church. Oh, okay. And we didn't. We didn't really interact. As far as family, as far as my parents and everybody, with a bunch of uh, the local people, right? Okay. Like, my, my dad had a couple of... So, my brother played basketball. My dad would interact with some of the p- 
parents on my brother's basketball team. Okay. Um, but I I don't have I we I didn't build any like long lasting friendships with people in my early uh, youth in my from my neighborhood. Like I can't say, oh, my friend had a best friend named this or a best friend like that, because like I said, we 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 spent a lot of time at church. We we're very isolated. Yeah. So like being African in a, in a black area is is isolating. But on top of that, my, the environment that my parents created was even more isolating. Right, because your neighbors weren't going to the same church. It wasn't like like we weren't we weren't really a community. Like my my parents did their thing with their people. The neighborhood did their thing with their people. We the kids kind of played together, but it was not it wasn't like tight knit. Okay, you know. <clears throat> okay, you know. So yeah, but um, I but I I, I appreciate my childhood because I think my childhood prepared me for anything to I would face in my adulthood. Right. Because if you could, you know, anywhere I go, any work environment, any environment I, I'm in, if I'm an outcast, I don't get nervous. I don't get worried. I'm like, ah, I've done this before. I, I, can, I can do it. I can handle it. That's you a know? good perspective, man. Yeah. It's like, I can do it. Hey, uh, hey I'm, I've, I've got a lot of practice. This is nothing. But that's... So I'm, Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I was just I was just going to say that's that's um you know people t- people talk about uh taking those things and turning them into strengths taking the the um you know whatever the suffering or whatever it is that's that's a great example of it like that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean I I I have to admit I'm going I'm going to make this publicly. I probably was an awkward dude in my younger adulthood. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But I, but I give myself, I, I, forg- I forgive myself for that. <laughs> no, but I, I do. I, I forgive myself for that because I understand why. Like, yeah. you know, sometimes, sometimes you beat yourself up. Like, oh, why would I? Like, well, hey, look, my childhood wasn't really, uh, you know, so, social, <laughs> social, I don't know, intelligence. Right. It's not, it's not something that I picked up on a lot because I didn't have too many um, opportunities, you know? Right. Like, I didn't have close friends. We didn't, we didn't interact in social settings too well. Basketball was my my main experience. Church, and my church was always a hundred percent African. Okay, so I've I've always gone to one hundred percent African church my entire adulthood. My, I'm sorry, my entire childhood. So I I, I navigate that environment well, you know, because I've been I've been around it for a long time. Right. You know, so yeah, every and it's the crazy part is I tell people for the for from like age from being very young. Walking till age eighteen, I probably can count the number of days, the number of Sundays I missed on one hand. Mm, I missed church. Missed church, like it's crazy. I look back at it now because I, I, you know, I don't go, I don't go faithfully now. Right. But it's crazy. My adult childhood, like Sundays were church. Like Sundays, there were no just sitting back and hanging out, and <laughs> no Sundays were church. And, and I've never experience anything other than other than that until after college because i even carried that over into college oh because i went to church a lot when i was in college it's i didn't crazy. know that i did i mean this it was a part of it was just a transition from yeah i mean that makes sense i just yeah. I, I didn't okay that's 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 how i lived and i was like well you know it, it wasn't until my like mid-20s that i said you know what i'm not going to church Every and Sunday, it, yeah, yeah, and it's that. Um, is that are you African Methodist? 
I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> no, isn't I mean, that, isn't there isn't there an AME? Isn't that what AME stands for? African yeah, but, Methodist. But that's an American thing. So, oh, okay. Africa. So Nigerians, uh-huh. we're we're back. We're Pentecostal, Catholic. Okay. They have Catholic, but Africans have Pentecostal. They have um, Apostolic, yeah, Apostolic, Pentecostal, Catholic, but basically Baptist to a certain degree. Okay, you know they're all you know. They're I think they might have Methodist, but it's not AME. AME's like primarily a historic African American church. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I, mean, I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't learn that in Wisconsin, but uh... <laughs> see, that's one of the. Um... Uh, drawbacks of living in Wisconsin. Yeah, and I, I guess I built a big, um, I built a solid black uh, pride, I guess, growing up around black people my whole life. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and not necessarily the kids, because the kids were, you know, kids. Yeah. But going to black schools, you know, there, were, there was a, it was a heavy influence on, you know, teaching black pride, black history. Like, I'm sure my middle schools taught me more about black history than a majority, because they taught us about slavery. I learned AME in middle school, actually. Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, I learned that the uh, the African or, or American Methodist, the AME, whatever AME stands for, I learned that it was a historic black church that started in the North, I think. Okay. And and, and, it, and it spread across the country. But yeah, I mean, I learned more in uh, middle school than, I, than I'm, because we always hear about schools not teaching black kids their history. Right. And, and, and I guess I was privileged to go to schools that focused on the, on the, on that portion of our history. Yeah, I got more. Um, it wasn't until middle school that I be I was in an environment that was more racially diverse because elementary school was predominantly like I was one of two black kids in the school in the entire school from first from first grade to fifth grade. So what did you guys do when you like saw each other in the hallway? <laughs> did you like run, run run up to each other like they did in um in um the color purple <laughs> like like in Play, the field playing patty cake Play, playing patty cake did I do that no but what was, what what was it like when you when you interacted with the, did you like I didn't you know did, did you like avoid that interaction no no I was um I don't even remember I'm sure her name is in my mind somewhere I just can't it was a it her. Right yeah, it was a female. Did they make you guys automatically boyfriend and girlfriend? No, we were in the same grade, and uh, it wasn't even like that. Like I, I remember, like I when I realized it, I was walking down the steps, and she was walking up, and it was just me and her. And I real, I was like, "You guys locked eyes." <laughs> yeah, but the thing that was going through my mind was, "We're the only black kids." <laughs> I, was just... <laughs> I was like, "We're the only black." people here like the black kids here and then uh and that was it was just a thought and i remember like that's when i realized it um but um yeah it was pretty like i i wasn't really it i wasn't in an integrated a uh, diverse environment um until seventh grade when i came to maryland right because you left uh wisconsin and came to ellicott city right yeah but i was going to middle school in columbia Right, right, right. Um, yeah, we lived on the border of uh, Ellicott City and, and Columbia. And then I went to Harper's Choice Middle, and that was... Um, a culture shock? 
It was. But the crazy part is that you think it's a culture shock, but you still haven't but been to a, right. But you haven't been to a black school. It's crazy. Like if I went to a school in Columbia, it would have been a culture shock. <laughs> right. Right. And that was I mean, that you know, like I'm I'm not gonna say like my my childhood is perfect or anything, but um I had a good time in middle school too. Like elementary school was was good. I mean I definitely got picked on too because I was I was growing growing physically faster than a lot of the kids and at some point I was taller than some of the teachers so like you know I get picked on too but like I had a good time in elementary school and then I got with uh like it was me and like three other two other guys that were both extremely tall in seventh grade when I came to Maryland. So I, we became like fast friends. So, and you all sucked at basketball. What a shame. No, I sucked at basketball. Like compared to those two, I, that's, that was, that was the worst part is the black dude sucked worse than. <laughs> you probably made it. You probably made it feel comfortable. Yeah. Oh, like, a black man, guy. And black. he sucks. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're all, actually better than him. We're awesome. But that was my um, basketball had a lot to do with um, interacting social, you know, like building up that social confidence and, and hanging out and stuff like whatever you're supposed to develop as a teenager, like basketball did the same thing for me as it did for you, even though I sucked, like even though I was I was horrible, um, I still like I would still play and because I was tall. Like they could at least use me as a center, you know, like passing right. the ball around or whatever. So you, so you just got rebounds and, and hustled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you play um, uh, organized basketball at all? I played one year. Um, I signed up for two. I signed up two years, of, um, not in a row, but I signed up two different years. I ended up playing uh, one of those two. I was injured for a season, so. Oh, so you, like you just start, you just started playing. And you got injured. <laughs> no, I no. What happened? I didn't. I didn't get injured. I was just joking. But um, you got cut. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only black guy. Everybody, everybody they, was everybody was scratching their head on this one. Like I don't, I don't get it. Uh, he like promised. They kept promising. my money. They kept my money because <laughs> they were disappointed. <laughs> They're just like, we're not giving you money. your money. Like they, like he looked promising when he walked in. <laughs> like we thought we were going to make it to the, to the semifinals. <laughs> <laughs> oh he was garbage. Oh my god! I've Everybody, never seen, I've never seen a worse play. <laughs> everybody, everybody was scratching their head. Like, is he? Is he trying? Oh man! Oh man! But no, but I, I no, don't know. I but you had a bit, but let me let me talk about my basketball experience yeah, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so I played competitive basketball since I was like twelve. Mm, okay. But again, like I didn't play with like a bunch of white dudes. Like these are all like dudes from like the hood, you know? Right. Competitive basketball in PG County is intense. Right, I'm sure. And, yeah. And, and in DC, because it was both. It was like it was no border. DC teams played PG County teams and vice versa, right? Hmm. Pretty intense. The first fights I've gotten into my life were <laughs> on basketball teams. Well, not the first, but the most significant ones. Right. Were through basketball. Like 
basketball, so bullying in school was just like demeaning. Like you're African, you stink. Uh, your parents live in the in the trees. You're a monkey. You know stuff like that. Right. But on the basketball team, it's like you say something, I punch you in the face. You know. You know what I mean? They're playing for keeps. Yeah, I know, but it, but it was good though because it because you because you know you get into a couple of fights. You realize it's not that bad, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you take a punch, or you. It's mostly just wrestling and some punching, right? You know, you realize, okay, so this is this is what it is, you know. Just don't let nobody talk to you crazy, right? But but you know, but, but you know, it was an intense experience, you know. And and, and it, it built, it built. I want to say it built character. Uh, but it, but it, yeah, but it was um, but yeah, it wasn't as. I don't want to paint my childhood as bad, but it was it was a lot of rough. It was a whole lot of rough, a lot of fun. No, basketball was a lot of fun though. We took we cracked a lot of jokes. Yeah, ba- basketball took me across the country. Oh, because you're playing on travel teams, right? So we would always every summer we would always go participate in a tournament somewhere. Oh, so wow. I w- we would go to like I've been in New York, New Jersey, St. Louis. I went wow. to Florida. I went to Florida like seven, like six years. Wow, three, I went six, I went three years when my family went with my brother, and then uh-huh. I went like three three or four years on my own with my basketball team. Wow, went to Florida, you know, Orlando. Every year we would go to like Universal Studios and stuff like that. It was so basketball did a lot. Like we, we traveled a lot. We played. We we you know we we did a lot of fundraising. So we get on the street with those buckets, you know, look, okay. looking like <laughs> looking like looking like orphans on TV. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it was fun. It was it was so. Were, those are some of the those are some of the good memories. The laughing, the the competitive spirit, the practice, you know. And then, you know, just, you know, the you know the rough housing every now and then. You know, kids. Well, you need that, right? I mean, you need that to develop. Like you have you have to have some sort of resistance, and I think it's necessary. I think yeah. it's absolutely necessary. You know? Yes, it's, it's necessary. And yeah, well, <laughs> if I to look some back, extent, to some extent. If I look back at my childhood, there, there it was necessary. But when I look at different groups like black black Americans and white Americans and Asians, and I see where they end up, like mm-hmm. later, like and I see what built them to that level. Yeah, like <clears throat> the basketball environment builds you to be tough, right? Like you know, yeah. But like you know, if but if you're not going to college, it just makes you good for to be a street kid, really. Yeah, I mean, you have to apply it. You have to apply. It. I, you have to apply it in different ways. Yeah, like, oh, but like, to learn to learn that to learn that you can be you can stand up for yourself to learn that you know, like you said, it's not that like once you get through that fight, you realize, oh, okay, you just you know, all right, I might get I might get a elbow to the eye or a, you know or or whatever or whatever, but I, I'm still here. I'm still alive. We're still we're still gonna play next week. I'm still gonna see you on the courts. Like you know, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I remember one time we got into a fight. We were in a hotel room because we were traveling. It was one of the traveling situations, and we're in a hotel room. Right. And we got a fight in the hotel room. No, I'm not going. What am I going to leave the room? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> after the fight, <laughs> we're going to leave the room. Like, we, we made up, I guess. You know, <laughs> a lot of wrestling, a lot of trash talking, and it was like, all right, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it was. It was. It was good overall, though. I mean, I, I can't. I can't complain. But I. But I do wish. I got a bit more of that Wisconsin experience, like just the being a kid, just the riding the bikes, being in nature, the yeah. honest, innocent fun. You know, I, I wish I got a little bit more of that. It sounds like we need each, to, o- each other's right. A little bit of 
you know, yeah, yeah. a little bit of each other's upbringing. But the one thing, I'm sure you probably didn't experience this in Wisconsin. But What's that? Even though I was, you know, an outcast, you know, and I, and I actually had a, a wild period as a kid, but, but that's, but given what I explained, you can understand why I would be a little bit, a little bit off, right? Mm-hmm. But I was always one of the smarter kids in the classrooms. Mm. But it's only, but it's, but honestly, it's only because our parents would like beat us to, <laughs> to you know, I mean, focus on like reading and right, like it was really, it, it was heavily instilled that you got to be a good student and and even when i wasn't a good student i would still like pass tests without trying and like yeah. i always knew more than the other kids for some reason it was weird even when i was, I was getting like suspended for fighting or whatever or being a bad kid i would always come back and be smarter than, be smart it's, it's strange you know well i i can uh i can vouch for that i mean i, I definitely that's how i um that's how i knew you in school um because i remember I think it was principles one. I mean, I think you told me that it was principles two. But no, you're right. I think it was principles two that we met. Yeah, it was an accounting class, basically. It was an account, yeah. Um, but but I just remember like thinking, like I went to a study group or something, and I was like, man, that kid's smart. Like he knows his stuff. You know, like you had no hesitation. Like when somebody asked you a question, there wasn't like. Oh, let me look it up. Or I think it's this. You're like, no, no, it's it's you know. Yeah, but this. that. But again, if I had a different environment, <laughs> I could have used that intelligence to yeah better. You know, and again, and, and, and I look back, it's like I would always go to class. You know, they'll put a math problem up. I'll just solve it as four times five, whatever, and divide by x. But right. they all. But <clears throat> here's but here's the problem. Here's the problem. Because you're a big black African kid, they all assumed that you were stupid. Right. Like every situation I was put in, the assumption is, oh, that's a, he's stupid, right? Yeah. And then when he proves to be smarter than all of everybody, oh, oh my, what's going on here? <laughs> but, but I kept getting in trouble because uh, so early in my, I kept getting in trouble. But again, I've never really been comfortable in any environment. I've always been an outcast. Yeah. So that's probably. Uh, so I got I got in trouble early. I just got in trouble later in life. I got in trouble. There was a small period where I was like, you know, feisty. But you know mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, I, I never really. I didn't get into the swingy things until like the end of high school. 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 I got into the swingy things. Oh wow! Okay. And, and that's, well, that's... Like, and that's like after years of not even trying. Mm. You know. So, but I mean, but hey, but that's why I realized that high school is not even important. College is way more important than high school. Yeah, um, I, uh, but I mean, you, <clears throat> you were doing, you were doing well though, just despite, like you said, despite getting into trouble here. No, I wasn't doing well for a long time. That's the thing. Oh, you weren't. No, I mean, I was smart and I would, but you know, you had the capability. You I just had, weren't applying. Yourself. I didn't apply myself. I didn't, yeah, I, I didn't, okay. I didn't apply myself. I'll have to be honest. I didn't apply myself. <clears throat> when I applied myself, I got good results. Yeah, that's like that's very similar to me though. I didn't realize. I thought you just like just like devastate, like devastated your great, like you know, did really well. No, all no. through school, and definitely stuff. not, definitely not. Oh wow, I, I didn't even realize. I that. could have, but I didn't. Right, but that's kind of similar to me too. Yeah, I'm thinking back. 